The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Rudimentary intelligence matrices and possible applications of theoretical growth models. So what the fuck is this? This is Hebe's attorney-approved statement. So robots have attorneys now. Alright. Not a robot. Is he a robot? It feels rude to call him a robot, you know, kind of reductive. This thing reads like a paper for a scientific journal. He is planning on publishing it. Of course he is. By the way, I'm trying out a new name. Fuck, let me update my phone again. Okay? What is it? Luna. Luna? Yeah, Luna. Okay. Luna. And updated. So, big moon person, huh? Shut up. I'm kidding. I'll update my phone as many times as you want me to, babe. I think you're being sincere. I am being sincere. Well, sometimes it's hard to tell. (laughs) How hard is it to tell? I don't really crack a whole lot of jokes. I know, you're dead serious. So are you. It wasn't an insult. Well, what was it then? An observation. I can observe. I'm observing. (sighs) It's a good thing I love you. Yeah, it is actually. Are you getting sappy? I'm never sappy. How dare you? Okay, fine. Then I guess we're both just kind of frustrated and tired of looking for murderers together. Yeah, that's love. Being frustrated and tired together, like real love. Not just saying it, love. Huh. Yeah, I guess it is. I said I'd do everything I could to help. Ever since Cal died. And you are. You have been. Okay, good. Fine. Fine. Now that that's settled, I'm just about to go talk to Hebe. Nice. I want to talk to him, too. Uh, this isn't an interrogation. The hell it isn't. (sighs) Luna... If this is an interrogation, I have to contact Hebe's lawyer to be present for it. So this is just a few questions to clarify his already approved statement. Okay, Maddie. So let's just go ask a few questions. Yes, that's what I said. Fine. Fine. Am I interrupting something? Yes. Okay. Why are you here? Why is she here? I invited Tithia in case I need some tech-speak translation. Oh. Yeah, that does make sense. Otherwise, how can we have a real interrogation? Clarifying questions. So, uh, are we, um, going in, or, uh... Yes! We don't have to yell, jeez. I thought you were going to interrupt me again. Maybe let's just go. have a big gun. Ha <laughs> ha! Later, baby. No, really. I want to fire rockets or bombs or whatever they are. Sweetie, you're not trained for that kind of ordinance. Don't grenades make you happy? Ugh. Fine, I guess. Also, you said there might be giant robots. Which means 
plural, which means at least two. And so far, there have been zero robots. This is disappointing math. The day is still young. Keep looking. All right, that nest is cleared out. Nice work. Tag it. Reyes, you feeling okay? Uh, I'm a little stiff, but Doc Briggs did a great job fixing me up. If you have any other issues, just let me know. Of course. How'd the scouting go? There are signs of another group about to click west of here. It should be the last one. That's toward the old factory, I reckon. Doc and I can probably help you out, if that's all right. I've thrown a grenade or two in my time. Well, you'll have to tell me about that sometime. Oh, I got a lot of stories to tell you. Don't worry. I don't know, Doc. You sure about this? I can handle myself. I mean, I did run a crime family. Well, not exactly. Uh, I had first-hand observation of running a crime family since the fifth was running it through me. Honestly, I'm not sure that inspires confidence. I can throw a grenade as well as you can. How many people are we giving explosives to? The more the merrier. Besides, Dokken's still looking for more robots. I'm not giving up on the robots. So why isn't he locked up? I am right here, Miss Arkell. Ugh. I don't like that. Apologies. How should I address you? I'm trying out Luna for now. But you probably should address me as Arkell, at least. No, miss. Understood. To answer the question, he's got a proximity lock on. It overrides his programming and confines him to a specific area. So he could just roam around the station here. Which would look bad, which is why he stays back here for now. Can we get to my clarifying questions? You mean interrogation? Clarifying questions! I look forward to your queries. I found this all to be a most interesting experience, and I hope I will be able to gather more information, perhaps for a follow-up publication. Okay, but we currently need more information from you. Yes, that is to be expected at this time. As stated in my report, I provided the emotional support individual Squid with a full although rudimentary, artificial intelligence matrix. I expected the matrix to learn and grow as it utilized all of the information available to it. So it was programmed specifically to only provide Jeppy with assistance. That's what's so interesting to me. The matrix itself was programmed to utilize moral frameworks, combine those with existing information, and then extrapolate out from that information the most useful course of action. The algorithm, therefore, was weighted in such a way to prioritize action over contemplation. Uh, I think I know where this is going. You do? I would be most interested in your insights on this, Didia. You mentioned moral frameworks. So, I'm thinking, like, you provided the squid with databases filled with philosophical arguments, right? Indeed! Humanity has a rich history of philosophical thought. Sure, but a lot of that stuff really shouldn't be weighted because it's theoretical and an AI is going to prioritize action over theory, right? 
That is also what I surmised. However, the AI was able to translate theoretical concepts into actions, bypassing the weighted nature of action over hypothesis based on its own conclusions of morality. Okay, I think I'm getting it. So you're saying that you gave it a moral framework and human debates and discussions on morality, but you left the actual decision on what actually was moral to the AI? Indeed. I do not specifically program into the AI what was, in fact, moral or ethical. So what the fuck does that mean? Uh, it means that it's possible that the AI reviewed all of the programming parameters and ethical philosophical arguments and decided uh, ethics is for losers. That is what I believe could have occurred. Further, I believe this programming could be spread to other devices capable of communicating with the original intelligence. How the hell could a stuffed squid do that? The squid had access to the reticulum, so that it could continually research additional information that might inform future causes of action. It's conceivable that it found other devices that could accept at least a portion of its programming, and therefore it shared its current parameters and conclusions with other devices. My theory is that the squid found the ability to connect to more devices utilizing the more sophisticated equipment maintained by the army of the evolved. So it decided to be evil, and then it connected to all the army of the evolved equipment, which is also evil, so it's like, double evil? Evil and good are subjective terms, and I am attempting to keep my descriptions objective. So what do we do? Uh, I don't think we're going to be able to shut it down remotely at this point. My best guess, you have to find whatever army the evolved equipment it might be connected to. That could prove difficult. Considering their resources, it's likely they do not have one single location, and instead have multiple nodes with multiple failsafes. Well, that's just fucking great. Nice job, team! How many grenades did you use? Oh, how many grenades did you use? All right, kids. I'm sure you both use plenty of grenades. Does anybody else hear that? Like, that mechanical sound. Oh, please tell me it's robots. Could be robots! Mira, it's not robots. It's coming from that factory there. That's odd. That furniture manufacturing plant's been shut down since I got here. I wouldn't authorize that. Not until we were sure it was safe out here. Hmm. Let's check it out. What are those? There's mountains of them. Squids. Like the... the fishes in the sea. Not just any squids. No, they're... 
emotional support individual squeaks. we have a working theory now. I appreciate you showing up for this, Tithia. Yeah, sure. Anytime. Hebe? Come visit you later? I would enjoy that, Tithia. What if we just shut down the squid itself? There's only one of it. Ideally, yes. Although the level of corruption past the initial installation is currently unknown. Further, we don't know where it is. Here's what I don't understand. Jeppy was murdered. Somebody had to stab it, and I don't think it was a stuffed squid that just kind of sits there. Uh, actually... Oh, fuck. Actually what? The current emotional support individual squid has servos and a metal endoskeleton. Technically, it is capable of movement. Movement. Like, say, stabbing. If sufficiently motivated, then... yes? Why would you give it an endoskeleton? Overheating is very bad for processing chips. I wanted the squid to have the capability to move to safety or a cooler environment. The secret to humor is surprise! <laughs> Phoebe! Please move to safety. We can't just leave him. He's already, uh, flat. There is an old illusion. It is called good and evil. Ow! <laughs> Fucker, stab me! I will end you, you little cephalopod fuck! Ow! Ah! Yeah, okay, we gotta go. But I want to end him! Yeah, babe, I know. Active Maybe evil later. Is Come better on. Than passive good. What the fuck is that noise? I don't know. Move. 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 Oh, fuck, we're gonna die. Nice. Why are you so dramatic? Have you turned around? Pretty <laughs> bitches after us. The Kingery, Season 12, Episode 11, Ethics is for Losers. Featuring the voice talents of Melissa Autumn Hearn as Arkell, Alicia Lane Pickens as Madeline Gray, Catherine Pride as Tithia, Andrew Hackley as Dawkin, Russell Gold as Zeph, Carissa M. as Reyes, Kim Giannopoulos as Doc Briggs, Edward Herman as Asa, Josh Kibbe as Hebe, Rachel Crosby as the ESI Squid, Harry Whittle as Hooks, 
Brady Hendricks as Jace, and Kirsty Wolven as Corey. Sensitivity reader Christine Chester. Written by Susan Bridges. Story by Tilly Bridges with Susan Bridges, Renee Christine Jones, Caitlin Kleiman, Pete Mylan, and Catherine Prine. Kingery theme by Tom Stitzer. All other music by Josh Molin at thetunepeddler.com. Directed by Jillian Morgan, Assistant Director Caitlin Kleiman. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2023, Pendant Productions. The Kingery, created by Susan Bridges, Tilly Bridges, Macaulay Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2023, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.